catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Thursday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Over a month since Hurricane Ian, the same week of elections, and late in the hurricane season. It's a very interesting time for Hurricane Nicole to make landfall in Florida. Earlier this morning, the storm landed near Vero Beach before downgrading to a tropical storm. However, it still poses dangerous conditions for Floridians in its affected area. As Nicole batters the state today, Florida Public Radio Emergency Network meteorologist Megan Borowski explains what we can expect in north central Florida throughout the day. So, you know, we're already getting gusty winds now. We've had some tropical storm force gusts and as the center of this system tracks across uh, South Florida and Central Florida throughout the day today, um, expect winds to continue picking up and we're going to get even higher gusts, probably around lunchtime between 50 and 60 miles an hour. So that's going to get pretty rough early on in the afternoon and those, that heavy rain is really going to start to sweep across our area late in the morning and through the early afternoon. So we've got uh, strong wind gusts, heavy rain that could cause local flooding. Because the ground will be wet and we do get those wind gusts, we could have some power outages. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And then farther west toward the nature coast, winds will be onshore later on in the day, and that could cause storm surge flooding. Got it. So when you mentioned storm surge and some of those conditions, what counties and cities in our area could be affected most? So the, the county is right along the, the coast, um, and I'm mainly concerned about uh, Cedar Key, actually, that area as we get those onshore winds. But we're looking anywhere from Taylor, Dixie, Levy County, down to Citrus County. Those are the three along the nature coast that we're concerned about. Um, and of course, along the first coast, they have been lambasted with onshore winds over the past couple of days. So Nassau, Duval, St. John's, Flagler, um, they're all getting hammered. They'll still get hammered really until the center of the storm moves moves away and uh, higher into uh, into Georgia. Okay, and how could these conditions affect our environment? Are we expecting any downed trees, loss of power? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's especially in Gainesville. I mean, we've got a lot of old trees around, definitely downed limbs. Actually, I saw a bunch uh, on the way into the studio this morning. Um, and as those winds pick up and we get the rain, I wouldn't be surprised if we did get some downed trees and, and some power lines down as well. All right. And hey, Megan, it's a little late in the hurricane season for us to be getting a hurricane or tropical storm hitting us. Is this normal? Um, No. I mean, normally we are on the, the back end of season. We should really be winding down at this point. Um, I do know, I believe in 1985, there was tropical storm Kate, which was quite late in the season. I think it was, uh, it was more toward November 20th. Uh, in 1980 that it made landfall. Um, I don't know the exact day, but it made landfall in the Panhandle sometime during the latter portion of the month of, of November. So that was a late one, but they are not very common. The season has been an outlier. We've seen really a backloaded season. We were very quiet for the first couple months and everybody, uh, you know, the, the talk of the town was, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll be a below average season. We still might be running below what the forecast was, but, you know, we're seeing an uptick in, in activity, though, during this second half of hurricane season. Is this the first time in your career that you've covered a hurricane late in this season? Yeah, I mean, this is the, the first landfalling storm during November, certainly, that I've had to cover. So what could be contributing to this? Do you have any idea of what might have caused Nicole to form this late? 
Well, because we had a, a pretty quiet season so far, um, the waters have not been churned up. So we do have those warm sea surface temperatures. Uh, and then, you know, it's kind of just all the ingredients aligned. There's an area low pressure off the in the Caribbean and, and near South America. And that, you know, combined with the, the warm ocean waters, the limited wind shear, that all allowed these thunderstorms to kind of bubble up in the system to develop. And also um, the steering and the mid-levels of the atmosphere kind of aligned so that they would direct this thing into South Florida. And now that we have a little trough of low pressure that's going to move onto the eastern half of the contiguous United States, that's what's going to scoop up Nicole and really accelerate it through the mid-Atlantic and into the northeast um, tomorrow and into the weekends. Hmm, that's interesting. So what could residents do today to stay safe and prepare for the storm? Yeah, so really the time for preparations is over. I would just suggest everybody stay inside today. Don't venture outside because, you know, winds are going to be gusty throughout the morning into the afternoon. And so we'll see those peak gusts here in Alachua County. We should start to see a little bit of improvement this evening and especially tomorrow throughout the day. We'll notice improvement. So don't head out if you don't absolutely have to. If you do have to head out, be aware of your surroundings. If you're driving on the roads, don't drive near, you know, on, on heavily wooded roadways because those um, trees could fall down. Also, if you see a flooded roadway, do not drive through those floodwaters. You don't know how deep they are. You don't know what they contain. Drive below the speed limit because even driving into the studio this morning, we have wind gusts anywhere between 30 and 40 miles an hour earlier this morning, and I was getting blown around on the roads. So just stay safe, stay inside, and just take it easy if you have to venture out. That was Megan Borowski on what residents can expect during Tropical Storm Nicole. For live updates on Nicole, you can download the Florida Storms app or follow at Florida Storms on social media. Now let's get into today's top headlines. Alachua County Sheriff's Office is addressing employee wage concerns. County officials Tuesday voted unanimously in favor of awarding additional funding to the Sheriff's Office. Despite the unanimous vote, there was initial resistance to his request due to a lack of resources and concerns about the department's previously awarded money of $4.8 million. The state attorney's office is dropping its criminal investigation of employees of a real estate firm whose offices were stormed by a SWAT team last year. In 2021, the employees were accused of stealing dozens of trade secrets, proprietary documents, and $2 million worth of deals from Boss Hart's Realty Services. State Attorney Brian Kramer says in a statement that his office worked with everyone involved in the case after reaching a settlement between the parties. A lawsuit challenging Florida's congressional map is advancing in federal court, but without Governor Ron DeSantis as a defendant. Florida Politics is reporting that the court's removal of DeSantis as a defendant in the lawsuit is because as governor, he does not play a direct role in enforcing the map. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day and stay safe.